Amen. If you've got your word uh, with you today, if you would uh, get that out. Well, I'll get everything situated right here today. We're going to be going to 1 uh, Corinthians chapter 2 today, so be sure that you uh, turn there with me. We'll be going there in just a moment. But today is a very special day to all the ladies out there because it's Mother's Day. So I just want to say happy Mother's Day to you. And you may uh, not have a child, but more than likely, if you are a lady out there, you have been, uh, you've been a mother to someone um, in your life. You have given some motherly advice. You've loved someone through a hard time. And uh, even if you have a child or you don't, you've been a mother to someone. And to every uh, lady uh, that's watching today, I just want to say happy Mother's Day. And today, uh, we, I, I want to give you something. I love giving things away. So right now, there's going to be a link that's coming up on the screen if you're watching Legacy Church online. And we are giving, we're partnering with Three Rivers Nutrition, and we're giving free, uh, you get a free drink this week, okay? All you, yeah, that's a free drink. I know, I've seen all your pictures about you like this and you like that, and I've heard some great things. So I've been talking to them, and they're partnering with us, and we're going to give you a free drink. So every lady that's watching today, just click on that link, and you you will get an email sometime today, and you, uh, whenever you get the email, you can go in uh, this, this coming week, show them the icon, and you will get a free drink on us, okay? So uh, that's exciting. So be sure you click on that link and just fill out the, I believe it's just your name and your email, and it's real simple, and you will get a free drink from Three Rivers Nutrition. So be sure you do that. And guess what? Every lady that is registering today, not only will you get something free, but this week, I believe it's going to be on Wednesday, we are going to be picking four ladies, and we are giving you a catered meal for your family. We're partnering with some of our local family favorite uh, restaurants, and we're giving you an entire meal for your family so you don't even have to cook. So you've got two good reasons why to click on that link right there, and you'll get a free drink. And whenever you get that drink, we will also put you in the hat to get a free meal for your family. Mamas, uh, sisters, single ladies, married ladies, whatever it is, get on there right now and click on that link and get your free stuff. All right, so there you go. So happy Mother's Day to you, and thank you for tuning in with us today. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 9 through 12. I'm beginning a new series uh, starting today on the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. For the next few weeks, I'm going to be teaching to you uh, about the Holy Spirit. And today, that is my intentions. I'm going to be teaching today. I'll, I'll be preaching in a few weeks, but today I just want to I just want to lay some foundation works for you today as we start talking about the Holy Spirit and just the benefits of being filled and walking in his power. Amen. So I'm going to teach to you today about the Holy Spirit beginning in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 9 through 12. And it says, but as it is written, I has not seen nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God, in verse 10, has revealed them to us through his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him. 
Even so, no one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of this world, but the Spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. These things we also speak, not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolish to him, nor can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. The Holy Spirit is a person, is a person. He's not a thing. It's a person, amen. It's a person in the Godhead or the Trinity. You have God the Father and Jesus the Son and the Holy Spirit. In Acts, which we will be discussing as uh, and reading more about in the weeks to come, we, uh, it's, you, you start to see just this, if you will, just this explosion of the Holy Spirit. But all throughout Scripture, there, is, there, are, there, there are mentions of the Holy Spirit, even from the very beginning in Genesis, when it talks about the water or the, or the wind blowing on the waters of the sea, the Ruach of God, the Spirit of God was blowing across the earth from the very beginning. But whenever you get an axe, you really see just this explosion of the Holy Spirit. And whenever you see this explosion of the Holy Spirit, you see churches really start to multiply. Last week we talked about multiplication, but but guess what? When the Holy Spirit just comes into a place, you will see multiplication. Whenever churches start seeing an explosion of the Holy Spirit, if you will, there will be uh, multiplication inside of the church. Amen? If you want your church to grow, guess what? Don't be afraid of the Holy Spirit, but embrace it and allow him to move. If you want your marriage to grow, your family, your business to grow, one of the greatest things that you can do is embrace the power of the Holy Spirit and allow him to move. Amen? Although this occurrence happens in Acts, there is mention of the Holy Spirit all throughout Scripture, but Acts is really just a defining moment and somewhat of a a changing of the guards, if you will. It is is, is a moment when the Holy Spirit just really begins to to dwell and rule on earth. uh, Like I said, it was like a, a, a changing of the guards. And if you've ever been to Arlington National Cemetery and you've witnessed the changing of the guards, you uh, you've and you've had that opportunity to witness such this magnificent display of 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 a patriotic uh, of awareness and just pride in the moment is such a prestigious moment and if you've never witnessed it I believe you need to put it on your bucket list because I believe that every American that is alive at some point you need to witness that special moment 
And it is, it is very methodical. It is very calculated. Every step is numbered and it has a purpose. Every pivot and every direction change, it has meaning and purpose behind it. And the changing of the guards follows these steps and this formula and these rituals. And what it does, it relieves one guard and sets the next guard up and sets him forth to be guarding the tomb of the unknown. And it's very respected and it's, and it's very very patriotic, but during this, during this changing of the guards, it relieves the one guard and it puts the next guard on duty. See this, this patriotic expression and presentation. I believe it's really like a representation of the Trinity that we see all throughout the scripture because from Genesis to Malachi, you see the Lord. He is ruling and he is reigning over, over the face of the earth. He's the, he's the general in charge. He is creating things. He's speaking things. He's creating rules. He's, he's, um, he's, he's creating followers and nations. He's creating all of these things and he is the man in charge. But all of a sudden you go into the New Testament and Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, in the very beginning of Acts, there be, uh, you start to see this changing of guard as all of a sudden the silence of 400 years is broken. Jesus Christ comes on scene and he breaks 400 years of silence. I want to tell you today that guess what? If, you, if there is silence in your life that, that needs to be broken, just let Jesus come into your life because whenever Jesus comes into somebody's life, silence is broken. God, could, he can break those things. And Jesus Christ all of a sudden breaks those silence. And it was like a changing of the guard when Jesus Christ is born and he comes on the scene. And then continuing the process, we get to Acts and there is that explosion that I talked about, about the Holy Spirit. And all of a sudden we witness another changing of guard. And now, now on earth, the Holy Spirit is hovering over earth. And all of a sudden in Acts chapter 2. It was like this inaugural service that has never been seen. There were cloven tongues of fire that rested upon them. The people in the streets, they were hearing crazy noises, but as, as crazy as it was, it was making sense into their ears. It was a service like never before because it was a changing of the guards. And this season that we are living in, Pentecost, Pentecost was 50 days after the resurrection and we are knocking on the door of that season. And, and, and it was in, in, in this season that we are in, we are, we are remembering that changing of the guard. Amen. Even now, as for thousands of years, we are witnessing the demonstrations of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit did not just arrive on earth to remain dormant. He did not just arrive on planet earth just to, just to take guard. But no, he is, he's coming. He's still moving. He's still active. He's comforting and he's empowering. He isn't on earth just to be here. No, but he is on planet earth today moving. And as he is removing and uh, moving, he is revealing things all all across the earth that people had no idea about. But through the faith, he is revealing things to people. He's revealing things to nations. He's unveiling things that you would never have been able to see if it wasn't for the Holy Spirit. Note that the Holy Spirit isn't creating things. He's just unveiling things that God created for you. 
If it wasn't for the Holy Spirit unveiling things, we would be walking in darkness. But the Holy Spirit is on earth today and he's removing the veil off of things so that you can see things in a new perspective. See, I love this about the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is the great revealer. He will allow you to see the real person before you ever meet that person face to face. That is the power of the Holy Spirit. Those of you, guess what? You don't, you don't need to walk into Walmart without the Holy Spirit. You don't need to get on Facebook without the Holy Spirit. If you're on a dating app, you really need the Holy Spirit this morning. Because guess what? The Holy Spirit can allow you to see the real person. You know that person that has the profile that you've been, that you've been kind of stalking and you've been swapping on him. And then like he's like this self-made millionaire that's just single and ready to mingle. And he's got pictures of, 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 of mansions behind him. But guess what? In real life, he may not even have a dollar to his name. But guess what? The Holy Spirit can reveal those things to you. All my single ladies just shout out a little bit. See, that is the power of the Holy Spirit today. He can reveal things to you that you would never know even unless you had the power of the Holy Spirit. He will reveal things to your spirit. And sometimes we call that like that gut feeling. You, have you ever had one of those where, where, where maybe you were in a, a store or something and something just spoke to you and said, you need to leave. Or maybe you, maybe you always go down 27 to work, but, 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 but the Spirit just spoke to you and said, you need to go a different direction. And, and once you got to your location, you realized that something tragic happened and it was the Spirit revealing those things to you. That is the necessity of the Holy Spirit in our lives. He reveals things to us. And I really want you to understand this today, that the Holy Spirit, has the power to reveal things to you that is not even found in the scripture. What are you talking about? It's true. The Holy Spirit has the power to reveal things to you that's not even found in the scripture. What does that mean? If you read the Bible, the Bible does not tell you who you should marry. It may give you qualifications. It may give you an outline. It may, it may tell you what a virtuous woman looks like. It may tell you that the husband should love his wife as Christ loved the church, but it doesn't spell out who you need to marry. But guess what? The Holy Spirit can reveal that to you. Guess what? The, the Bible doesn't tell you where you should go to college. The, the, the Bible doesn't spell out to you what career path you should go into, but that's the power of the Holy Spirit. And it has the ability to reveal these things to you. See, you're making decisions on the past and where you are now in the present, but the Holy Spirit has the power to make decisions for you for the future. That's the power of the Holy Spirit in our life. And you say, but how does he do that? Look at verse 10 today where it says, God has revealed them to us through his Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. If I were to put a poll out today and say, whenever you're looking for something, what, what, how do you search for it? A large number of you would probably say that you Google first. But guess what? The Spirit or the Google, Google has nothing on the Holy Spirit today. Why? Because it, the Spirit is connected to God. It says that the Spirit has searched even the deepest parts, even the deepest mind and heart and emotions of God. The Spirit has searched those things 
things. And the Spirit knows all of those things. Google has nothing on the Holy Spirit. Amen? Nothing. And in verse 11, as we're studying this today, it says, For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man, which is inside of him, even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. He's saying, look, a man's spirit knows him best. The spirit that is living inside of a man knows where he is successful. He, it, it, the spirit really knows its, his weaknesses. He knows where he struggles. And the same is with God. No one knows God like the spirit. The scripture is saying it. He's saying, look, you have access to someone who knows God better than any other theologian, better than any other doctor or self-help person in this, on this planet. You have access to the revealer today. You have access to the one who knows more about God than any other person on this earth. Understand this today. Your life is a direct reflection of who you listen to. Get that in your spirit. Your life is a direct reflection of who you listen to. If I were to take an individual today who was raised in an abusive home, verbally abusive, she was told daily that she did not have a purpose. But if I take her out of that situation and put her into a healthy home where people are edifying her and building her up and speaking to her and saying, no, 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 I know what they said, but let me tell you something. You are a daughter of the Most High God. You know, no, you do have purpose. As long as you've got breath, you've got a purpose. If I take that person out of that situation and put them in a, in a situation where they are being edified, before you know it, their life starts to change because of who they are listening to. Your life is a direct reflection of who you are listening to. That is why in this season that we are in, when information is coming at you, at such high speeds and, 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 and it's like never before every time everywhere you look there's a new quote there's a new statistic every time you open up your phone there's a new tweet giving you a, a new number that you need to be scared about that is why in this hour we really need to be like Elijah whenever he was praying for rain and what did he do he went up to the mountain and he did not just pray but the word says that he got down on his knees and he put his head between his legs. What was he doing? He was blocking out all the naysayers. He was blocking out all of the spectators. He was blocking out CNN. He was blocking out Facebook. He was blocking out Fox. Why? Because he realized that all he wanted to do was connect with the Spirit of God. And if he could connect with the Spirit of God, no matter who was around him, that God's Spirit could do a lot more than any other person that was watching. Amen. That is why in this season, the church has to put its head between the legs and just connect to God. That is why in this season, you have just got to get your head down and connect to the Spirit of God because before you know it, all of the naysayers will say, you shouldn't be worshiping. All of before you know, the spectators will say, you don't need to be with other people. And before you know it, you find yourself so disconnected. And before you know it, you are starting to put CNN before you are putting the gospel ahead. You are putting... 
You are putting Fox News before you're putting the word of God. Guess what? In the church, there are people that listen to demons more than they listen to the spirit. Amen? I said I wasn't going to preach today. Let me, keep, let me keep teaching. But there's just something about that. There is something about that word that the Holy Spirit can reveal those things to you. And now more than ever, we need to be like an Elijah and just block out everything around us and just connect to the Spirit. Because guess what? Guess what? Your eye must be locked on the harvest and your ear must be locked into the Spirit. Your, your, your eyes must be locked on the harvest and your ear must be in tune with the Spirit. Because just like Elijah that day, guess what? He prayed and prayed and prayed. And everybody was saying, guess what? It's never going to rain. There's, no, no. You're not going to break this curse. You can't break this virus. You can't do those things. And guess what? He said, I don't care what anybody else says. I've got to connect to the Spirit of God. And he just began to pray. And guess what? There came the sound of an abundance of rain. And church, I want to tell you today that if you want the sound of abundance of rain in your life, if you want the sound of an abundance of feet, called a harvest, running back into the church when the church doors are open. You just need to keep your eye on the harvest and guess what? Your ear in tune with the Spirit because the Spirit of God can reveal great things to you that this world cannot. Amen? That is the power of the Spirit today. Get that inside of you. And in verse 12, he continues when he says, now we have received not the Spirit of this world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. The spirit will reveal the things that God has freely given to you. The devil is a liar. And the spirit can prove that when he reveals the things that God has given you. All of God's promises are yes and amen. All of it. He has, he has already given you the peace. He has already given you the joy. He has already did those things. He's already revealed those things to you. He has already showed you the promises of God through the Spirit. And in verse 13, it says, These things that we also speak, not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him. Nor can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. God has already given you purpose but you haven't caught it yet. The Spirit is just waiting to reveal it to you. He's already given you everything that you need. You've just got to let the Spirit reveal it to you. God has already given you hope. You've just got to let the Spirit reveal where that hope is. And I want to ask you today, what has God given you that you don't even know about today? What prayer has God already answered for you? That you don't even know that it's answered because, because you've not allowed the Spirit to reveal it to you. What have you sought man's wisdom for, but have not yet consulted the Holy Spirit? Well, 
The Spirit reveals things to you. And in verse 14, it says that the natural man cannot receive the things of the Spirit. The natural man cannot receive the things of the Spirit. This is why we've got to walk in the Spirit every single day. This is why we must be in the Spirit. The natural man can't conceive the things of the Spirit. The natural man can't. Things of the Spirit just don't make sense. The natural man can't see it because it just does not make sense. Things of the Spirit just don't make sense. Man has got to see it to believe it. He's got to use his senses. He, he, he gathers information by his senses. He's got to see it. He's got to taste it. He's got to hear it. He's got to feel it. He's got to touch it. He's got all of these things. And guess what? The Spirit does not rely on these things. That's to the human eye. See, when the Holy Spirit starts talking to you and revealing things to you, it defies your senses. It goes against what you see. It goes against what you have heard. It goes against what you know. When the Spirit starts to reveal things to you, it goes against all of your human senses, and it just does not make sense. It doesn't make sense, some of the things that the Spirit will tell you to do. If you, has the Spirit ever said anything to you, and you're just like, what is that? The Spirit ever revealed something to you and you're like, that, that just doesn't make sense. Guess what? It did not make sense to march around the walls six times and on the seventh time, you do it seven times and you let out a shout and the wall would fall. It did not make sense then. Guess what? It did not make sense to the people. Whenever they heard the voice that said, get two fish and five loaves of bread and you're going to feed thousands of people. That's not even counting the women and children. It just did not make sense. It did not make sense to step off a boat during storm and you can walk on water. It just did not make sense. It did not make sense to the lady that with your handful of meal that you could still make a cake for the man of God. Guess what? It doesn't make sense. Do you want to know why the world thinks that the spirit is so crazy? Because it does not make sense sometimes. Do you want to know why whenever you start speaking about the amazing things that God has done for you, people just look at you and like, that that girl is crazy. I don't even know it because it just does not make sense. It surpasses the human understanding today. But guess what? The spirit wasn't designed to make sense. It's supernatural. It surpasses the natural. That's a property of it. It surpasses all of your senses. It's what moves you from glory to glory. Revelations from the Spirit is what moves a person from glory to glory. When the Spirit reveals something to you, it's what allows you to take that next step of faith. It's what allows you to step into that ministry. It is moving you from glory to glory. It's all the revelation of the Spirit. But when you get in the Spirit, it takes you to new levels of glory. And each level of glory and Spirit that you get into today, the more people will examine you and the less sense it will make. Don't worry about making sense in this day, okay? Don't worry about making sense. Just listen to the Spirit. Just, just, just listen to the Spirit. Just listen to the Spirit. I want to leave you with this verse today. 
Hebrews chapter 5, verse 14. It says, but solid food, solid food. In Scripture, solid food usually is symbolic of someone who is spiritually mature. Because solid food or things that babies and the immature, they just cannot eat or digest. It says, but solid food belongs to those who are of full age. That is, those who by reason of use have their senses exercised. They have exercised their spiritual senses to discern both good and evil. The church in this day needs the Holy Spirit more than ever. The church during this day needs the Holy Spirit more than ever. Why? So we can discern good from evil. How many of you have read so many things about the situation that we are in, you don't even know what to believe anymore? Guess what? The Holy Spirit, when you exercise the Spirit, it will strengthen you. You've got to exercise your spiritual senses. Exercise the Holy Spirit. Don't be afraid of it, but exercise it. Use the Spirit in your life because the more you exercise, the easier it gets. But, but, but I'm not just, I'm not spiritual. I'm not spiritual, you know, I'm not, I'm not one of those kind, you know, I don't, I don't worship like that, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a Jesus freak like, that. no, I'm not spiritual, I can, I can never do that, I can never, I can never be that spiritual, I can never pray like that, no, no, you don't understand, you've got it, you are spiritual, you just haven't exercised it yet, what if I brought up a 80 pound boy, and I stood him next to a bodybuilder. I've got an 80 pound boy over here and I've got a professional bodybuilder. If I were to ask you to use your senses and compare the two, your senses would say, he don't have the muscle that the bodybuilder has. But the Spirit would say, no, no, no. He's got the exact same muscles. He has the same number of muscles, but he just hasn't exercised his muscles yet. See, whenever you are saved, the blood can do so much for you. But so many times, even saved people, we walk around like that 80-pound boy. We walk around fragile. We walk around in defeat. We walk around, we don't know who to believe. We don't know what to believe. We don't know what's going on around us. And here we are trying to figure things out. But God is saying in this moment, in this season of Pentecost, God is ready for the church, not only to exercise their faith, but to exercise the spirit of God.
Don't be afraid of the Spirit. Exercise it. Don't be afraid of the Spirit. Exercise it. Because if you want to intimidate the devil today, let the Spirit reveal things to you. Just let him. Because today, more than ever, the church needs the Spirit of God. Because every day of your life, you are being, you are being fed lies. You're being fed lies inside of your home. People around you are saying you don't have a purpose. People around you are saying that God's finished with you. People, people like Job's life would just say, you might as well just go ahead and die. God's finished with you. No, but no, 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 things all around you, you're being fed stuff that's really not of God. But right now, God is calling the church in this season of Pentecost. Exercise the Spirit so He can reveal things to you that you never knew were possible. It says that the Spirit of God will reveal things to you that God has already freely given to you. Wow. God has promised you so much and the promises are right in front of you. You just need the Spirit to remove the veil today and reveal it to you. Can we pray together today? God, right now, God, I pray for every person that is listening today. God, I pray over these next few weeks as we, as we study your spirit and the gifts of your spirit. God, that we are not afraid of your spirit, God, but today that we realize that your spirit has come to reveal things to us that you've already set before us. You've already got that person that we need to be seeking after you. You've already got that job, that career that we need to be going after. God, we just need to get in the spirit so you can reveal it to us today. God, I pray over every person. They are trying to make life decisions right now and they have sought everyone. They have, they, they have, they, they've, they've been on Google and they, and they've asked their boss and they, and they've asked their uncles and they've asked their brothers. God, but they've not been in touch with your spirit in so long. God, I pray for that person who is about to make a life-changing decision, but they have not consulted your spirit to reveal that thing. God, I pray, God, that right now in this season of Pentecost, God, like never before, God, fill up the church with people of the Spirit. Because in this day and in this time that we are living, God, we, we are informed by every other thing around us. God, but now, God, we need your wisdom and your knowledge. God, make your church like just like Elijah in that moment upon the mountain praying for rain. God, let us close our eyes. Let us block out the naysayer. Let us block out the spectator. God, in these next few weeks, let us just connect with your spirit and reveal things to us that we've never seen, God. God, I believe that right now, you are about to reveal ministries to someone who's watching today 
that if it were not for this whole epidemic, that ministry would have never been birthed. Reveal that thing to that person today. God, reveal that decision that that person's been hanging on to. God, reveal it, your spirit, reveal it to them today. God, reveal someone is watching today that they normally don't go to church, God, but reveal to them right now that they need you like never before. Reveal to them that they need to be part of the body of Christ. Reveal it to them through your spirit. All your promises are yes and amen, oh God. Remind us of those things. Reveal those things to us today. We love you and we thank you today, oh God. Amen and amen. Once again, thank you for being with us today. And if today, if you're watching and you need to make Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior, there will be an icon that's coming up on our Legacy Church online. Click on that link and I will call you personally and I will pray for you personally. I'm going to walk this thing out with you today. You need Jesus Christ and we're here for you and I'm going to be praying for you. So click on that link. Or you, may be watch, you may be listening to podcasts. You can go to our website and click on salvation and I will contact you personally. You need Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior today. And I want to pray with you. So click on that link. Go to our site. I'll call you soon. Thank you so much for being here with us again today. Thank you so much. Happy Mother's Day to all of you ladies out there. Be sure you clicked on that link before the end of this message because once the link is gone, it's gone. So you've got to click during our service times, okay? So be sure that you do that before the service ends. And also be uh, keep, keep up to date with us. We're about to be releasing some more things about some more phases as we go into a, a relaunching and a re-entering as government is calling it, as we open up our doors to you all. So stay in touch with us. Us. You can subscribe to our newsletter on our uh, website and just follow us on our Facebook and Instagram. Where we're always giving you updates there. Thank you so much. God bless. Have a great week. Woo! Done. <laughs>